If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spoofy, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make podcasts in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. We're going to be continuing today our Bible study of the book of Job, chapter number 8, after these two songs.
Hello everyone, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the songs. And we're going to get now into our Bible study on Job chapter 8, our continued Bible study, walking through the book of Job. And I'm going to share with you some things that leaped out at me as I was mm -hmm. studying it. And uh, there's two thoughts, but one thought straight and the other thought has three separate thoughts besides the thought. So I don't expect to keep you long with it today, but, you know, we'll stay long as God wants us to stay. Let's get into the word of Job chapter 8. So if you got your Bibles with me, with you, open them up to the book of Job chapter number 8. And we're going to start in verse 1. Then answered Bilded the Sunite and said, How long wilt thou speak these things? How long shall the word of thy mouth be like a strong wind? Does God pervert judgment? Or does the Almighty pervert justice? If thy children have sinned against him, and have cast him, and he has cast them away for their transgression, if thou would seek unto God be times, and make supplications to the Almighty, if thou were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for thee, and make the inhabitants of the righteous prosperous. Though thy beginning was small, Yet thy latter ends shall great increase, greatly increase. For inquires, I pray thee, of the former age, and prepare thyself to the search of thy father. For we are but of yesterday, and know nothing but our day upon the earth, are a shadow. Shall not thy teach thee, and tell thee, and other words out of thy, their heart? Can the can the rust grow up without mire? Can the flag can the flag grow without water? While it is yet in the greenness and not cut down. It weathers before any other herb, so are the paths of all that forget God, and the hypocrite's hope shall be perish, whose hope shall be cut off, and whose trust shall be spider web. He shall lean upon his house, but it shall not stand. He shall hold fast, but it shall not endure. He is green before the sun, and his branches smooth before the garden. His roots are wrapped about the heap, and seeth the place of stone. If it destroyed him from the place, it shall deny him, saying, I have not seen thee. Behold, this is the joy of the way, and out of the earth shall others grow. Behold, the God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers, till he fill thy mouth with laughing, and thy lips with rejoicing. And they that hate thee shall clothe, clotheth with shame, and the dwelling place of the wicked shall come to nigh. So here we have basically here another miserable time for Job. 
as we know from the last chapter, that he just wanted someone to listen to him. He wanted someone to take pity on him. You know, and listen and encourage him. And they're going back to this tire old thing. Now, I believe it's a second friend talking to him now, which is Bill, Bill Dead. And basically, it's like he's tired of what Job is saying. He starts out the chapter saying, says, when are you going to stop speaking like you're speaking? You know, in other words, I'm getting tired of your venting. I'm getting tired of you asking God when he's going to deliver you from this, when obviously you have sinned. He said, if God took your children away, he punished them. He said, if, and then if God's things were taken away from you, he punished you. In other words, he's trying to tell Job here, it's everything that's happening to you are your guys' fault. But we know from Job chapter 1 that Job, just like the law was required for sacrificing for our sins, Job did that on a daily basis for his kids himself. And he required them to do it because they might have sinned against God. And we know that ain't why God is doing this, allowing this to happen to them. But again, I got to remind you that they wasn't up there when the devil and God was talking about what Job and them were doing. Well, so he's basically saying, hey, it's your fault that you're being punished here. It's your fault. I got a problem with that. Because even though the Bible does tells us that things, sometimes people uh, judge people, God judges people for things they did wrong. But the problem I have with that, it's not always something that the person did wrong. Sometimes it's just something that life happened. Just like I watched... Uh, the People's Court with Judge Marilyn Merlon. And, and I see all these people, they're, even though they're doing the court differently and they're doing it by monitors and they're all monitors, but, you know, people are not getting paid their rent and businesses lost money, need to give money back, but they don't want to, all because of this pandemic. And she's got to try to figure out how to help these people without people getting mad because you know the law is still the law but we know that some of these eviction laws and stuff were turned over for a time being because people couldn't pay and they kind of put a stay on it where the government could the government put a stay on it where landlords couldn't you know collect right away and I was watching this one case, and that happened, and the guy got evicted through it. And, you know, it was a sad case. You know, unfortunately, I think when that case came up, the law was already changed. So 
the guy had to pay the landlord the money. But the, but she told the landlord that, he, you know, during this time and the way you've been acting is, is, is bad, basically. But not always is it our fault. Right now, we're going through a thing of a pandemic. And some people can't get their bills paid. Some people are being uh, preyed upon and all kinds of stuff. So sometimes things is not our fault when things come against us. These are the times when I believe God, I believe devil is challenging God that if you do this like he did Job with these people, then you're going to find out, hey, they're going to turn on you. And there must have been a doozy of a day when the devil said, well, let me put this pandemic in the world and and I bet all your people will turn on you and they'll fall away. Well, I don't know, you know, how many people fell away and I don't know how many people stayed with God because there's still a lot of people out there for God and a lot of people still going to churches and I really think the devil's lost this battle. But God allows these things sometimes to strengthen us. And I believe that's what he wanted in this case with Job. One, to get back at the devil, saying, hey, Job is not going to sin. No matter what. And two, he wanted to strengthen Job in his faith. And obviously, it sounds like Job is going through right now an emotional thing. And He's kind of not wanting to give up on God, but he wants God to take him and be suffering over with. Well, it don't work like that. But I think, and he's even kind of blaming himself that he might have did them sins listening to these friends of his. But as we know, he didn't do nothing wrong and neither did his kids. Now, You know, sometimes our friends are the hardest people to give us the comfort. Our family and friends. Because our friends hold us, and family hold us to a certain criteria, a certain standard. But the best thing you can help a friend is to be there to listen for them. Not be quick to give them speech. And I know I've been saying this quite frequently through this study, but just like... Joe's friends continue. They're making me continue to say it too because it seems like it's just over and over and over. They're trying to knock it through his head that he did something wrong when he didn't. And, you know, our families and friends think that sometimes too. And I hate to say it, sometimes congregations. Well, why should we help this person if the pastor asks for help somebody sometimes? And I heard people do this sometimes. Why should we help that person when they got themselves into this mess? They must have sinned and got into this mess. That's not always the case. Life happens. And when life happens as a church, we need to go out and be what Jesus would do. And instead of thinking what we think this person did, we need to be thinking, what would Jesus do? And in this case here, I think one, Jesus would be giving encouraging words, but two, he would be listening to Paul. And three, because he is the son of God, 
he would bring him out of it. But, and then using it saying it was a teaching tool for him, which I believe it is. But it's our responsibility to encourage people, to pray for people, to hold up people that are going through times of trouble, and especially right now in these days. And that's one reason why I'm going through the book of Job, because a lot of people are hurting right now in their lives. A lot of people. Financially, physically, relationshiply, and, you know, birthdays got messed up. My birthday got messed up because of the pandemic last year. And, you know, right in March, my birthday is. And my mom's birthday got messed up. And and my me and my wife's anniversary got messed up and, and in June. And, you know, I stuck down one place and she stuck down here, you know, back home. Because I was out, well, I was sick on top of it all. And... But, you know, we might have had some people that didn't say it to us, but we might have some people saying, well, what did they do to deserve this? You know, it's not what that's not the way to look at things, saints. We need to be loving like Jesus and we need to come and be understanding when they're venting because, you know, we're human. We don't see the whole picture, but God does. And it seems like that, you know, I, I even though he's venting, he's still talking to God. He hasn't called God out. And and that's a good thing there. But, you know, it's not, oh, like I said the last podcast, it's not always that way. Some people take these friends to heart and they get more discouraged and they start going into drinking and they start going into drugs and they start going to the areas of maybe pornography and, and all kinds of stuff just to get out of the situation for a little bit. But they got to realize it is temporary. Jesus is forever. And, he's you know, we got to remember, just like the rainstorm, the storm is going to be over sometime. We never know when the rainstorm or a snowstorm is going to be over. But we do know it's going to be over. And that's where our faith is going to be. Okay, yes, I'm going through this time of trouble right now. But in the end, God's going to bring me through. And I'm going to have victory. And that's what we need to be. Praising God and telling the devil this while we're praising God. And rebuking the devil. But you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, that is more easier said than done. Yes, it is. I will agree with you. It is more easier said and done and the reason it is more easier said than done is because when we're in that valley we're looking at the problems and you're continuing to look at the problems but we got to learn to look on upon jesus the offer and the finisher of our faith and you and our human eyes don't see Jesus, but we need to look with our spiritual eyes. And how we do that, we start remembering how God brung us through other trials and other tribulations. And I guarantee you, saints, if we do this, I guarantee you, guarantee you, God will bring you through. Another thing when I was studying this that I didn't put into the 
to the thought. And I didn't think about much of that until now. I was reading about a, a commentary of this Bill Dad for this chapter. And it said that this man says we need to look into the past. We need to be with tradition. Let me tell you something, saints. God don't want us to keep dwelling on the past. And apparently this is what his friends are trying to get Job to do. To look at the past. And it keeps re-hurting him. And he hurting him. We need to keep to the future. And reason, and I use this when I preach this illustra- this um, Bible story of Lot's wife. Looking back when they were told not to. Sometimes when we look back, we're not going to turn our pillow over salt like she. But sometimes when we look back at our own disasters, we, we stir it up and we relive it again. And it will get hurt again. We got to learn to ask God to forgive us if we had did anything wrong. But in this case, Job and his family didn't. But we need to ask God to bless us and keep going to the next day. But unfortunately, when we're grieving, we do look back. And there is a time of looking back. And I'm not saying that you can't look back during these times. Because sometimes our looking back helps us. And sometimes it hurts us worse. But we need to remember the good times. And this is when I believe this looking back. As I'm saying, sometimes we need to look back. We need to remember where God brought us through hard times before. And we need to draw the strength from those times. To help us get the strength there. And, and once you start looking back, you start getting courage. Say, well, God did this, God did that, God did this, God did that. And you're going to find out that God did so much for you. That if God can do this, he's going to definitely bring me out of this. And and it starts encouraging you. And that's what I want you to do. Stop living in the past. If you do look in the past, remember what God did for you in those past storms. And not the storms. Well, we come to an end to our last broad, our, our end of the broadcast today, podcast. And uh, I like to say God bless you and see you next time tomorrow for our Job Bible study on Job chapter 8. And we'll see if it's more Bill Bad talk, talking to Job or maybe Job responding. I didn't go through and research it yet, but I will sometime today. And uh, on that note, i like to say God bless you. Keep yourself safe out there. Love one another. And stay safe. On that note, i like to say I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host. Saying see you tomorrow on God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 8. And we'll be studying Job Chapter 9. God bless you, everyone, and have a blessed day.